0: Hi, it's Rebecca Whitman, your host of the Balanced, Beautiful, and Abundant show. I'm a top-rated life coach, an international best-selling author, and a multi-passionate entrepreneur. I'm on a mission to help you go from burned out to balanced, beautiful, and abundant. The experts on this show will help you achieve work-life balance so that you can experience abundance in seven pillars of life spirituality, health, emotions, romance, mindset, social and financial life. When you have all seven pillars of life in alignment, you are balanced, beautiful and abundant. Let's go. Welcome, everyone, to the Balanced, Beautiful, and Abundant show. I am your host, Rebecca Whitman, and we are taking you from burned out to Balanced, Beautiful, and Abundant. I am so excited to let you know that we were ranked top 1.5% globally in self-help, and I want to just thank my wonderful, loyal listeners who are continuing to share this content, and they are, you guys are everything to me. Thank you so much. Today, we have an amazing guest. Her name is Melissa Caprio, and a little bit about Melissa. First of all, welcome to the show, Melissa. It's great to have you here.
1: Thanks Rebecca and congratulations. That's really awesome. Thanks so much for having me. I'm excited today.
0: Yes, thank you. So Melissa is a creator, a photographer, a radio host and author of Postcards to the Universe. She is creating a global movement by using photography, art and personal wishes and sending them out to the universe via postcards. She guides her clients on how to create a unique postcard and then she sends it out to shares how to send it out to the universe. She hosts a podcast called Postcards to the Universe and a radio show called Creating the Life You Crave on the OM Times Radio. So Melissa, tell us about your story. How did you get to be doing what you're doing and how did you discover this really cool manifestation (laughs) technique?
1: Thank you. Um, Yeah, so I have a fine art background. I'm a photographer. That's like my background. So I was... uh, I did commercial photography, a lot of fine art photography. I had a gallery for years. And then I worked with um, the special needs population, photographing therapy using um, dolphins. As So there's, I think there's a photo behind me. I have some pictures behind me of on my wall. So I was doing that. I, I loved it. It was wonderful. It was like the dream job. Um, I was married at the time. I was living in the Florida Keys. Everything was, you know. Good, well, obviously it wasn't. <laughs> there was a so what happened was in a 30 day, I mean obviously there's more to the story, but in a 30 day period, the marriage decided, we ended the marriage, the job happened to be leaving the Florida Keys, and I moved. So I got hit like like a triple whammy, right? And usually it's when you're in pain, and discomfort that you go on that seeking path. So I kept saying like, you know, why did this happen? You know, and you give the whole, I'm a good person, you know, all that stuff. This shouldn't be happening to me. So, as I started asking these questions and I started reading books, I had already been familiar a little bit with Louise Hay and, and Wayne Dyer. And then I really dove into the books. And that was the first time I started to hear about how we co create, we create our reality right with the universe. So, that sort of got me on that projection of, okay. The bad news is I am partly responsible for what my life looks like. (laughs) And the good news is I'm partly responsible for what my life looks like. That means I can change things moving forward, right? We have some kind of control. So I really went deep into what the law of attraction and manifestation was. And when I left the job, I didn't want to go. I just grew so much. I didn't want to go back to commercial photography. That just didn't feed my soul. And then on a side note, I always kind of had a thing for um, cards, handwritten cards, love letters, postcards. I always loved to photograph them. It was like a little side project. Um, so one night, and I've told this story in my book, and I've told this story on my show many times, I heard very clearly, like it was, I feel like it was downloaded, postcards to the universe. But I didn't know what it meant. But it woke me up. I got up and I bought the domain name. And I just, I just, I just had it for a year. Did nothing. Just, it just sat there. But in that year, since I had opened that door to manifestation and creating this life that I wanted, I kept meeting people who were doing similar work, who kept helping me get to the next stage. So I ended up taking a law of attraction course. I ended up meeting a couple. One was a copyright writer and one was a web designer, and they helped me formulate my idea. And then it just kind of grew from there. So I asked people to create what I call a manifesting postcard. And it's very similar to a vision board. But instead of doing a large vision board, I tell people, let's focus down, let's concentrate on one area at a time we want to manifest in love, money, you know, health, whatever it is. And and send me the postcard, send it to the universe. I have the addresses on my website. Or I or I have people make them in workshops. I was doing a lot of in-house workshops before COVID. You, you have the address to the universe. Yes, it's in it's in Florida.
0: <laughs> you have the address You're on the portal way. between uh, you know Earth and the universe. So send your postcards to Melissa. Melissa. She was to the universe. I love it.
1: Yeah. So, so when people send me their card or when they would make a card, what I would say is do me a favor, take a photo of it, maybe print the picture on, put it on your bathroom mirror or keep it on your home screen of your phone. So it's just something that kind of seeps into your subconscious. And when it shows up in your reality, reach out and we'll do a story. And that's what ended the book ended up being. So it's 30 manifesting postcards alongside the person, the contributor's story. And of course, everybody gave me their permission, you know, to use, to use it in the book. So that's how the book was created. And then from there, the the radio show, which the podcast is the same as the radio show. I just take the radio show and upload it to a podcast. Yeah. And it grew. So it's great. I- what is an unbelievable story
0: of manifestation using this technique? Like, I'm sure you have tons, but if you could just share. Yeah. One, oh, but- of
1: course, of course. I mean, there's so many stories. So, um, um, one off the top of my head is I have a, a we become friends. We became dear friends. Her postcard was around her brand that she was just starting. Mm-hmm. And on her postcard, it had um, TV, book, radio, uh, book sales, and all of this stuff. And, and this was, she probably sent me the postcard. She's in the book. So the book came out in 2019. She sent it to me, I would say, a couple of years before that. So we've been doing this for a little while now. And now it's, like, just exploded. Everything that was on her postcard, she's done. She's done the radio. She got her book out there. She has her book sales. Now she's she's doing TV. She has her own YouTube channel. So everything that was on there has come to her. And another one, which I thought was really interesting because most people don't think of this as like something you would want to manifest, but somebody who was married was still holding on to some residual pain from a previous relationship. Even though she was very happy with her, her current husband and there was no, it wasn't a problem, but there was a trust thing and she knew it and it was from her. So she wanted to do a postcard around releasing that pain, releasing that emotional pain that was still associated because she knew somehow it was affecting her, her, her intimacy with her husband. She hadn't spoken to the individual for many years and she created the postcard she told me she created it. I'm like, oh, great. I can't wait to send it, see it. Well, about four months went by and I hadn't gotten it. So I reached out to her and I'm like, hey, do you send me the postcard? She's like, oh, no, not yet, but I'm going to send it. I'm going to send it. It's on my to-do list. Probably another week, a month went by. And she sent me an email. She's like, you're never going to believe what's happening. And I'm like, well, what, what happened? She goes, the day I sent my postcard, which was all about letting go and all about forgiveness, the person reached out who she hadn't heard from in probably a decade with an apology. The day she released it, the day it went in the mailbox. And that was never her intention. It was just, it wasn't even to get an apology. It was just to release the energy associated with it. And I thought, wow, that is like unbelievable you know, because once, yeah. So, so there's so many different ways to create a manifesting postcard. People always think, oh, it's everything. Like I want to bring in, you know, more money or, you know, more abundance or more, you know, love or a different job. But sometimes it's internal work. Sometimes it's forgiveness or, you know, learning how to be grateful, which I know you said you talk about gratitude all the time because that's so powerful. Mm -hmm. I really feel that Gratitude is a, a
0: wonderful way to manifest, but so is forgiveness. I think mm-hmm. people don't talk about forgiveness as much. And when we're holding on to a grudge or a resentment or even a regret, that is blocking our good. Mm-hmm. I like to show my clients, you know, when you're holding on like this, you're literally, and I know if you're listening on a podcast, you can't see my face, but I'm holding fists over my face you're blocking your good. And then when you release, you're Mm -hmm. opening everything up to your abundance, to your love and manifestations. And I think forgiveness is just so beautiful. I call it the salve for the human soul. It is just so beautiful. Not just, and it's not for the other person. It's for Mm -hmm. you. That's why so many of my clients are like, but they did this and they did that. I want to forgive and it has nothing to do with them. It's for Mm -hmm. you. Like, uh, I like to quote, uh, forgiveness is the fragrance that the violet sheds on the heel that crushed it.
1: <laughs> mm, that's, I had not heard that one. That's really good. I like that. Yeah, I hadn't heard
0: that one. I think that's Mark Twain. I'm not sure. But yeah, that is, uh, it's for us. It's not, mm-hmm. it's not for the other person. So let's talk about what is the difference, in your opinion, between Postcards to the Universe and Vision Boards? Is it the same thing? Just? It's
1: yeah, it's, it's very similar. And, and the only difference with postcards is, I mean, I tell people, I walk people through a creative space. We do writing exercises when I'm doing a workshop. And we set the stage because it's really the energy. The only difference with postcards is, yes, you are sending it off. And instead of doing a vision board, a lot of people like to do them around the new year. And it's everything that they want to bring in. I just say create one postcard for each different thing that you want to create so let's go from there so part of the magic that that is in the postcards is putting your energy into the creation that's what the universe is really responding to and the visual tool is just kind of a like extra like ingredient like I sort of hate universe I kind of want it to look like this and I always tell people be open for it to be so much better than you could have imagined, right? Because yeah. people are very don't close yourself off. So this happens a lot with people who want to manifest a new relationship. They have a visual of what they want their partner to look like, right? But there's all these other qualities, right? So you're you have you you have all your qualities of your perfect husband or wife. And they show up, but in your head you have them as a brunette when You know, they showed up as a blonde. Right. So you're like, don't close that door, (laughs) you know, be open, you know, to to what the universe has for you. So because sometimes we think we know better. And I've learned from experience and just doing this now for a while to trust, to trust in the universe and to trust in divine timing. That's huge. Because sometimes I think I'm ready for something and I'm not. And then I realize it when it comes a little bit later. Like, oh, I wouldn't have been able to handle it at that moment. Mm
0: -hmm. I agree. And I feel like the creation process is the most fun because we're Mm -hmm. in our creativity. When I create a vision board, I like get great music playing. Mm -hmm. I like have so much fun. I, you know, spread out all my magazines and That is the creativity. And that is why when I do vision boards, I don't like choosing digital images from the internet Mm because I think there's something really fun about like ripping images from magazines and like that's where the creation is happening and just looking for, you know, scouring magazines for the image. I think there's so much uh, manifestation happening in the creativity and then Mm -hmm. trusting divine timing because I have had certain images on my vision board for years that haven't come true yet, but then I've had other ones that like, I had a a picture of an engagement ring like this on my vision board for years and years and years. And it happened when it was meant to happen. And this is like an exact ring that was on my board. And, uh, yeah, it's just about trusting divine timing. So what do you tell your clients when they start to get impatient and they're like, Melissa, I did the postcard. (laughs) I took the work up. Like, is this not going to, is this going to work for everyone, but me, like, what do you tell them about patience and trusting divine timing?
1: Well, the first thing I ask them is, can you see yourself having what it is you're asking for? Like, like, you know, and, and, and the people that say yes, right away, you can feel it like it's a definitive, Oh yeah. Like I could totally see myself driving that Ferrari. Let's just use that for an example. But if you have, if you talk to somebody and you see the hesitation, then I know that there is an internal blockage going on. Right. So you can say that you want something until you're blue in the face. You can do affirmations. You can make a thousand postcards. You could read, take a bunch of courses, do all of the work, do read books. But if you don't feel you deserve what it is you're asking for, you're not going to get it. Or it's going to show up And you're going to think that's what it is, but then you kind of find out that it's not. It's really maybe if it's a relationship, maybe you you think on the outside, this person's beautiful, but then the person shows up and they're very controlling and not trustworthy because you're not trusting yourself, right? So it's always a mirror to where we are. So most of the time when I have the conversation, people realize, oh, I think I need to do some work. I think I need to do some internal work. I think I need to do some discovery. So I'm not a coach. So I usually say, okay, go find a therapist, a coach, somebody you trust to discover why you feel that way, where that story came from. Usually it's from childhood, but not always a story, you know, that you, you know, somebody could have said something to you when you were seven years old and now you don't think you're worth anything. Why, right? So you have to do that deep work, and when that gets cleared out, it's gonna come. You just gotta sit back and just like look at it. Like I always think of what Louise Hay said. She said, "Think of when you're placing an order at a restaurant. You don't go in the kitchen to tell the chef when's it coming. What are you gonna put in it? I wanted you sit back. You enjoy your drink, your cocktail, or your iced tea, or your coffee, your water, and you wait for it to be brought to you. And the universe works the same way." place your order, make sure you clean your own side of the street, clean up your emotional body and just go out and enjoy your life. And it's going to show up.
0: And I feel like having joy and having Mm -hmm. fun while waiting is going to just speed up the manifestation.
1: Yes. Yes. And gratitude. Be grateful for what you already have. And we forget to do that. And that's why I talk in the book about it a lot. And that's why in my workshop it's called Manifesting Through Gratitude. It's all about being grateful for what we already have to bring us more of those things that we want.
0: Absolutely. So going back to the uh the limiting beliefs, mm-hmm. how do we identify the subconscious programs that have been sabotaging us?
1: Well, the way that I Started. I'm like, I realized for me, this is what works for me. And that's the the only thing I could say is when I ask myself or my higher self questions, usually answers will come not necessarily right away. Why do I feel this way about myself? Why does this keep happening? Why do I keep attracting that kind of thing? And what will happen is wh- whatever you believe, whether you believe it's, you know, like I said, higher self, outside spirit, your internal, you know, intelligence, whatever, you'll start to get answers and jot down those little notes. Um about what comes to you. You know, a lot of people like to do automatic writing and they'll see what comes out. I found another thing that worked for me and another Louise Hay influence was mirror work. I did mirror work and I committed to it. I did it for like two months every single morning and so much stuff came up. So much stuff came up for me.
0: I just had uh, one of my clients say that she gives herself five compliments in the mirror every morning what did your mirror work look like
1: it was the same so what i would do is i would sit down and the first thing i would do is i would look at my hair and i'd go oh my hair looks like this and then i would see any new wrinkle on my face so what what how it started was it was a criticism everything yes. was a criticism oh your eyes are puffy because i did it in the morning she recommends doing it in the morning with no makeup like i grabbed grab my coffee and i would sit in front of my makeup mirror no makeup nothing and just look and it was really hard at first. It's hard to look into your eyes and it's hard to say you're worthy and it's hard to say, Oh, you're beautiful and you're smart and you're intelligent. But the more I did it, the more, the easier it became and the more I believed it. And now I catch myself when I'm in the mirror, when I want to make a negative judgment, like, Oh, you look really bloated today. And then I'll be like, what are you doing? Why are you doing that? Would you say that to a friend that you love? Would you say that to your niece who's 13 and her self-esteem right now is so important? Never. You know, so I remind myself, don't do that. And it's, you know, we're all work in progresses. We have to catch ourselves, but it's very powerful. And what will happen is, is you'll start to fall in love with yourself more the more you do it and you don't, It's insidious. It's like that little like, you know, now sometimes I'll look in the mirror and be like, oh, those jeans look really good on me. I like it. (laughs) So, I mean, it's just it's practice. It's like working out. It's a spiritual muscle that you just have to work. And it's like I constantly dialogue with myself all the time. So how long when you do the Louise Hay
0: version of it, how long does she have you look in the mirror and compliment yourself? How many minutes?
1: She says every time, but I made it a commitment to do it every morning for 60 days straight.
0: How many and, minutes though, would you look in so the mirror? Oh,
1: I would sit there for at least five minutes. Wow. Mm-hmm.
0: And would you be like
1: naked or would you be from the waist up? Like what? what well, usually of- I would, I started out in my pajamas. There was no nudity at first. (laughs) I started out in my pajamas with my robe, you know, and just started with like my, my looking at my eyes and and looking at my face and then saying, and then, but what will start to happen is you start to say the qualities you like about yourself. Like, you know, I'm really honest or I'll say, you know, you're really honest. You have a lot of integrity, you know, like, so it's not just a physical thing. So it becomes, it, start, it starts to seep into your subconscious and you'll notice that people will compliment you because you're believing it. You're starting to believe it. So you'll be out and, you know, somebody will be like, oh, you look really good. Or what are you doing? Or, you know, and it's because it's coming from the inside out. Yeah.
0: Yeah. That's a new take on it. Cause I, I've heard look in the mirror and give yourself compliments on your looks. I didn't heard. Mm-hmm. I've never heard, give yourself compliments on how you are being or your Mm -hmm. internal qualities. So that's, that's a whole new spin on it. So if you're listening to this podcast or watching this Facebook or Instagram, that's your assignment
1: Yeah,
0: for five minutes for 60 days, compliment yourself looking in the mirror. (laughs) So that's amazing. So going back to creating these postcards, Mm -hmm. why do you think, uh, tapping into creativity is so powerful in manifestation? Why can't we just say affirmations? Like why is creativity such an important factor?
1: Um, because if we realize that the higher we've, so it's all about energy and vibration right so the higher our vibration is the more we're going to manifest those things that we want those feel good things the lower you can tell when your vibration is low or your energy is low if you feel angry or depressed or sad you know that you know and if you've ever known anybody like do you ever have you ever met somebody like they're always complaining because they always have a problem And they really always have a problem because they're always complaining because that's the space that they live in. So more problems come to them. So creativity without us trying just naturally raises our energy and our vibration. It's like kids, because think about how creative children are and how much they get to play. It's like we adults don't get to play anymore. We choose not to play. So it's remember, it's so funny. Rebecca, when people would come to the workshop, I swear to God, I would laugh so hard. So everybody would come in and they'd be all serious and, you know, oh, I'm so-and-so shaking hands and real quiet. And then I would have them do the writing exercises. And then I would bring out all my art supplies because I have tons. I have tons of magazines and stickers and all glue and paint and everything. I would watch and you could feel the energy shift as people started getting creative because it was like being a kid in a coloring book. Oh no, I want that one. No, no. Can I have that one? And it's like, you could just feel everybody's energy rise. So that's what's man. That's what's um, coming back to you. That feeling that energetic feeling and the postcard is just something beautiful you get to make. And then I get to photograph it.
0: So they make the postcard and then you photograph it and then mm-hmm. when do you send it to the universe or does it never get actually sent to the well, universe?
1: Well, I a <laughs> to the universe and then so what I do is I have, and I would love to do this one day, I have all of the postcards that I've ever received in sleeved envelopes in a box. And I would love to have because I have had a gallery and I have photographs and galleries, I would love to do a show one day where I have the actual postcard and then the photograph next to it and the person's story. And I thought that I think that would be such a great art show. Like I would love to do that one day, yeah, how
0: big are the postcards?
1: Well, they range. Some people send four by five. So if anybody's watching, you can see. But you can see how people get super creative. So this is one postcard. And this was about internal healing. So she did both sides. Nice. Okay. And then I have some people that will put a couple together or send me even an eight by 11. You know? And this is somebody It'll else. See. They just... Yeah. yeah. So that just shows, for those who are seeing the video, like just some examples. I'm. Some people are like, oh, I'm not creative, I don't, I can't, you know, I don't know what to do. I said, you don't have to be a visual artist to create a postcard. Just get a four by six. You know what are great? If you keep old cards, you know, cards because the cardstock paper is thicker. You can oh, yeah. use inside of them and just paste on them the images, like you were saying, from magazines. You know, you can paint, you can find stickers, just something that gives you the visual of what your idea of is what you want to manifest. Like I tell people if you want to get married, put images of couples you know, getting engaged or being married or going on their honeymoon or, you know, holding hands or rings. Like you said, you had a picture of a ring and that's the ring you got. Yeah. So yeah, just whatever it is, if it's a new house, include images of the a house that is the style you like in the location you think you want to be and just go from there. So I
0: was picturing just a traditional four by six postcard that you send in the mail but this is this is more it's it can more, be that too analogy yeah. postcards to the universe but it's it's a little bigger than that it's more like a eight and a half by 11 or you no, know
1: not necessarily I get a lot of four I just showed a couple examples yeah. that I have because they're, they were out but they could be just a regular four by six or, or you can print, I mean, if people do like to use Pinterest or Google, you know, print a couple images off of, tape them on the postcard, write your affirmation or what you want, but I always say write it in as if you already have it, not as I want to but I have, or I am, if it's a relationship, I am in a committed, loving relationship, you know, that, that way. And just send it off. I don't hold back. I had one woman who is a painter. She sent me postcards on little wood boards, little four by six wood boards that she painted. Wow. Go ahead. No, I just love it. I like to let people like whatever it is for you, that's, exactly how it's supposed to be. Like, cause we're all so different. Right. Like our own fingerprint. Mm-hmm. I like to
0: teach, uh, how to say affirmations. start them with, I am, I have, or I am able to mm-hmm. versus saying I will have, or I want to have, mm-hmm. cause that's pushing out your good versus right. it. so yeah, that's, that's great. So what, what are the two biggest components to shifting your energy? What do you do when you get re, uh, derailed? Because we all, you know, mm. we're all in life and we yeah. can't keep our vibration high all the time. No. So if you do feel yourself slipping into negative thinking. How do you shift back up to a high vibe?
1: Um well, if it's something like a something very stressful has happened, or you know, um, or like last year, my sister passed away, so there was a lot of days of grief. Yeah, my special needs sister, yeah, she passed away. Um, I allow myself, or something, if somebody like betrayed me or really hurt me, I give myself the time. I don't go, oh, let's be all love and light. Nope, I'm mad, I'm angry, I'm sad, I'm gonna cry, I'm gonna be mad, you know. I'm I'm allow myself that space because I feel like if we don't process those feelings and we just pretend that we're feeling all happy and we're really not, it's going to. I think it'll make us sick. I think it's going to come out at some point because we're not being healthy about processing it. So I allow myself to process it. But when it's if it's just one of those, oh, you know, I'm having one of those days all right, you have, I usually time myself. You have an hour. Go ahead, go moan, complain to yourself. You have one hour, you know, get it out, write it down, burn it, rip it up, get it out. And then I'll do like, um, I started rowing. Like I got a row machine during COVID and it's very I love it. It's really grounding. And so I do that. I'll do like some yoga poses and that'll flip the energy or I, I can't get out of my own head. I mean, I'm a huge reader. So like fiction, I'll go and I'll go listen to audible or I'll read a book because that'll switch me right out of it. Something because sometimes we just need to distract ourselves for a little while. Right. You know, you can't think yourself out of it. So I'll look for anything that works for me to kind of doesn't allow me to get into that spiral of negativity.
0: I really like music for shifting mm-hmm. my vibration. And I yes. have a, a power mix that I listen to on Spotify. So I think music is good. And I I agree with you. Exercise is so great. Mm-hmm. Being out in nature, just slowing yeah. down, meditating, because so I feel you know, thoughts gain momentum. So negative thoughts gain momentum and then you start the downward spiral Mm -hmm. and positive thoughts gain momentum. And I know we talked a lot about gratitude. The fastest way to go from negative to positive is having a gratitude practice. So how how do you practice gratitude?
1: Well, that's what the workshop that I'm doing is called um, Manifesting Through Gratitude is. So I use, and I'm going to be teaching people to do this. I use my phone as part of it. I use the camera on my phone and I, I photograph the things in my life that I'm grateful for. I mean, listen, they're not photography award-winning photos. It may be the, you know, the salad I have in front of me that day, you know, just as a visual reminder. So I use that in, um, Gratitude and I do uh, the gratitude list, you know, I'll write a few things or I'll jot down a few things. But in the the workshop, I start out with self-worth and I'm going to be asking people to use their phones (laughs) as part of their cameras about worthiness, because I feel like that's the foundation that we have to believe we deserve it. And then each week it's a five week course It's two hours um, Eastern time, 6 to 8 p.m. Thursday nights. It's um, just going to be like practicing each week in a certain area. So the first week is like self-worth. We're going to work on relationships. We're going to work on health, career, and money. And then, you know, there's going to be the last class is going to be a check-in. Whatever came up for anybody, you know, people are going to be creating a manifesting postcard in every area. So there's going to be like, you're going to be making at least four of them, sending them to me. We're going to be sharing our visual journals and we're going to be talking about it. So hopefully collectively, it's a small group The classes are capped at 20. So we're keeping them intimate and small just so that we can really work together on being grateful for what we already have. So we can bring in more of that, you know. Yeah.
0: That's amazing. What are you manifesting? what What is your next cut?
1: My next thing is this is a big one. So I live in South Florida. Again, you know, I've been a beach girl, grew up around the beach. I live in the Florida Keys. I worked on the ocean forever. I'm ready for a place, especially in the summer, to get out of here in the summer. I want to go somewhere that has season changes from the end of the summer to the fall, at least for like three, four months a year. I don't want to move permanently, but I haven't found my place yet. I do know that I want seasons. I do know that I want forests. I do know that I want pine trees and furry animals, not lizards and (laughs) alligators. So I'm looking for that, like so that every year I have a place to go.
0: So, That's you're pro gratitude anti reptile. That's what I'm hearing.
1: <laughs> I just want to look out my window and see like deer and bunnies instead of like big iguanas and lizards all the time. <laughs> You want to live in the magical forest. I want to live in them. I need to be, I feel like I did the ocean and not that I want to give up the ocean, but I was so immersed in the ocean. Now I feel like I need to be immersed in like the earth and the soil and the trees and the leaves and that smell, that fall smell. You know? oh, so wonderful. Yeah.
0: Like, I grew up in Cincinnati, Ohio and, you know. Yeah, I was, I was just there last week and there were deer and bunnies oh, yeah. and my husband's from Manhattan and he just cannot believe that there's just like huge deer, like running around our yard and yeah. bunnies and he yeah. is just in awe of it. And I was like, yeah, I grew up in the magical forest. So you yeah. want to go to the magical forest. And uh, I, I know how many postcards have you sent out so far to manifest it? Where are you at?
1: Um, I am, I have created one and I am going to be working on another. Now, the first one I did was a smaller postcard, which was the size of like a little, a little, it was, it was like a five by seven. So, but I think the next one, I'm going to do something bigger. And I have a gallery wall in my uh, house. It's behind me. If you're seeing me on on screen, I'm going to put it up on the gallery wall. I just have to do it and sit with it, and create the space. And what, what I do is, I usually I'll sage my area. I put my phone on do not disturb. You know, I don't answer anything. I'll put on like music. I'll sit down. I'll have all my arts and crafts out. I light a couple of candles, and I'm like totally into it. You know, and that's when I feel it because then I can start to feel the energy of it, which is what is what we're communicating to the universe: our vibration
0: right? So do you do a visualization too, I do. or do you just focus, look at your postcard?
1: I do. Um, I, I don't do them every day, but I, I probably do them three to four times a week. So after it's become my morning ritual. So after I row, I do my yoga poses and I'll do like some breathing meditation. So usually like in that time when I'm doing the poses, the yoga or I'm relaxing or breathing, I'll have a visualization going at the same time. Yeah.
0: That's great. I got to confess, I'm a little lazy when it comes to visualization. So I really like having a vision board and I have mine. Right in front of my toilet. <laughs> it's <was> perfect. <laughs> when I'm not staring at my phone obsessively, yeah. I'm staring at my vision board. And oh, it's, it's a great place for me to put it. Well, this has been a delightful conversation. I'm so excited to be on your show very yeah. soon. Postcards yeah, to the
1: You're, you're so- going to be on my show September. Yeah, it's on own times at 4 p.m. Eastern time. 1 p.m pacific if you want to listen to it live but it will also be on um it'll be on replay after and you can listen to it anytime you want you're on september 20th wednesday all right mark your calendar if you want to hear it live
0: on the om network september 20th again at what time 4 p.m eastern 1 p.m pacific all right, mm-hmm. so we'll include that link in the show notes. Yeah. How can people find out about you? What is your social media, your website? Where can they find you online?
1: Yeah, so if you go to postcardstotheuniverse.com, I have a link to everything. The podcast, the blog, the radio show, all my social media, which I'm on, um, I'm on all of them, Instagram. In fact, I'm recently started doing TikTok. Um so you can go anywhere from there. And also the workshop that I'm starting is with finduniquelyu.com, but you can get to it through my website. I try to make it a one-stop shop so people can just find me. So postcards to the universe, every everything is there. And of course, if anybody has any questions who wants to make a manifesting postcard and they're like, I don't know, you know, I don't know what to do, or can you help me? Just reach out to me. I'm super open. I'm always love that, you know, to get questions. And I love when people send them to me. So I hope that whoever's listening today will, I mean, they're a lot of fun. You know, they're fun to make. <laughs> Will you
0: accept postcards from anybody who's listening or do they have to be a student of yours?
1: No, anybody. Okay. So you're just, kind
0: of like your house in Florida is kind of like the North Pole. You know how little kids write letters to the North Pole. That's exactly it. Express to Santa. So <laughs> Melissa is volunteering to be the Santa Claus of this podcast and are yeah. listening. So anything yeah. that you want to manifest, just send it to Melissa and she'll handle yeah. it. He's yeah going, and
1: and if you want to like if you if it if you want to let me know I appreciate when people are like just sending me a like a hey I expect it from you know Canada or expect it from California or whatever and then of course if you send it please reach out to me when it becomes your reality because you can be on my show you know I want to continue you could be in a blog post and in a future book I wrote a second book. It's in the first draft stage. It's not out yet. So there's a lot that I'm doing. Yeah. So I I would love it. I, I, I love it. I love, I get so excited when I get them. I'm like a kid in a candy store.
0: Amazing. Well, thank mm-hmm. you so much, Melissa, for everything you're doing to help the world manifest their goals um, and dreams. And our listeners, thank you so much. Wherever you saw this today, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, if you're listening to it on Apple or Spotify, I would kindly ask that you leave us a five-star review, subscribe, share it with a friend. If you want to take a screenshot of you listening to the show, I'm happy to reshare on my stories on Instagram and give you a shout out. And we will be back next week with another fabulous guest, And this has been another episode of the Balanced, Beautiful and Abundant show hosted by me, Rebecca Whitman, where we're taking you from burned out to balanced, beautiful and abundant. And until we meet again, keep your vibe high and magnetize. Thank you so much for listening to the Balanced, Beautiful and Abundant show. I am your host, Rebecca Whitman, taking you from burned out and overwhelmed to balanced, beautiful and abundant. I am hosting a weekly women's circle on Tuesdays at 12 p.m. Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern, where you get to experience my coaching for free. It is open and it is amazing for accountability, support, and community. All you have to do is go to the link in bio to reserve your spot, and I can't wait to meet you on a live Zoom call. I also am having an amazing summer promotion called the Five Day Drop. Lose five pounds in five days, guaranteed. It's a great way to detox your body. It's a metabolism reset. And it will help you feel balanced, beautiful, and abundant all summer long. So make sure you go to the link in my bio to learn about the five-day drop. I am so appreciative of you listening to my show. The best compliment you could ever pay me is to rate, review, subscribe, and share with a friend because I know you know other people who want to go from burned out and overwhelmed to balanced, beautiful, and abundant. Thanks again for listening, and I look forward to seeing you on the next episode. Bye.